want to talk real briefly about tests. And I'm sure along the way you've had your share of those, uh, algebra or English or multiple choice or essay, we're familiar with tests. But I want to tell you, when I was kind of coming through that age in there where we're taking algebra and English, the test that was most important for me to pass was the driving test. And maybe you were the same way, because for me, you know, what happened, and that was like, uh, this was freedom. And, and so I remember the, uh, the instructor getting in the car and saying, you know, hey, turn left, and he wanted to see if you use your blinker. And then, you know, you pulled to the stop. He wanted to see, well, how did you go too far into the intersection, block the crosswalk? And, and then there was always the maneuver that really made you or broke, you know, one or the other. It was the parallel parking. I don't know if you remember, that was always, always the one. And, you know, I prayed for other tests, but I really prayed about that test because it, it had the key to the kingdom or at least the key to the Ford. Uh, that was attached to it, and, and so I, you know, I, that, was, that was important for me. And that's when I first began to realize, you know, there are some tests that are really important to pass. And then I went along in life, and, and you went along in life, and we experienced there's other kinds of tests in life. There's tests of patience, where you're around a person and they're just driving you crazy. And you ask yourself, you know, the question, like, when are they going to stop? When is this going to stop? And then there's tests of character. Tests that kind of begin to push us in terms of our values and, and living into our best selves when we begin to ask ourselves the question, is this right? And then there's tests of endurance. Test when we've reached our limits and we're kind of we've gone about as far as we can go and we, we start to ask ourselves the question, when will this ease up? When are we gonna find some relief? And then there's the test that really I think may be the hardest test. It's the test of faith. It's a test that I find happens in the struggles of our lives. A test that when something's happening either around us or deep within us, we begin to ask ourselves the question, why? Why God? Why this? Why then? Why me? Why now? Why God? The test of faith. And what I find is that you don't have to be religious to have a test of faith. I find that people who are religious, irreligious, irregardless, they understand that test. Because why is a question that grows out of, out of the struggle of the heart, the struggle of the soul? And God is about searching for meaning in the midst of the struggle. It's about trying to understand what's happening in our lives. So we begin to ask, why God? People, people ask, why God? And that's where I think we find ourselves as we come into the scripture this morning. I think that's where we find Abraham. Because as, as we start out the scripture, it says, God tested Abraham. And, and, and I don't know about you, but when I hear that phrase, God tested, it just kind of drives, I think it drives me a little bit crazy, you know. Because I think of God as a God of grace and a God of love. And why would God test anyone? Particularly after all they've been through. 
And that's the way the scripture started off this morning. It said, after all these things, after all they've been through, and we've been following Abraham for 10 chapters now this summer, and, and 10 chapters spans about 45 years of Abraham's life, and we follow the ups and downs and ins and outs, and we've been through it all. And after all that they had been through, you think, doesn't God know everything about Abraham that God needs to know? Why did God test Abraham? think about that and I think well probably God knew everything about Abraham that God did need to know but maybe Abraham didn't know everything about Abraham that Abraham needed to know and maybe Abraham didn't know everything about God that Abraham needed to know maybe the tests aren't so much pass fail as maybe the tests are like when they put you on that treadmill and they start to crank it up and what you begin to do in the test is you begin to find your limits. As you begin to find your limits, then you begin to figure out what do I need to do when I find myself in the limits of my life. God tested Abraham. And the way that the test came down this morning is really important to focus in and hear because the test came down like this. Abraham, take your son. And it didn't stop there, did it? It wasn't, that's how the, didn't, the phrase didn't stop there. Say, Abraham, take your son, your only son, the son whom you love. You need to kind of hear all those phrases because that's what's driving home the point. Your son, your only son, the one whom you love, and go to the mountain and sacrifice him there. And I just picture, I imagine Abraham asking the questions. Why God? Why him? Why me? Why now? The tests of faith. And so Abraham finds himself in that place, and the question is, what does Abraham do in that place in his life? What Abraham does is he moves forward. He moves forward up that mountain. And Abraham takes the flint and the fire, and Isaac, the son, carries the wood. And as they're going up the mountain, they have this conversation. And as they have the conversation, the son, Isaac, asked the father, Abraham, said, you know, father, you have the fire. I have the wood. Where's the lamb? Father, where is the lamb? And then Abraham, I believe, Prayerfully, hoping with all his heart, brings forward this answer. God will provide the lamb. God will provide the lamb. And on that basis, they got up to the top of the hill. Abraham built the altar. He bound his son. He laid him on the altar. And as he laid him on the altar and it came to the moment of truth, we know that Abraham withheld nothing. In the moment of truth, Abraham withheld nothing. And when Abraham withheld nothing, what God did was God provided everything. When Abraham withheld nothing, God provided everything. God provided a lamb, the ram. 
But God provided more than that. God also provided a promise. And we saw that in the scripture this morning. And the promise goes like this. Through you, Abraham, through your offspring, shall all the nations of the world be blessed. The Lord provides. The Lord provides. And so, you know, we look at Abraham and we look at those tests of faith and we say, so what do we do in our own tests of faith? What do we do when we find ourselves asking the question, why and why God and why me and why now? Well, we know what do we do in those moments? And I believe the scripture is instructive because I think what the scripture invites us to do is to continue going up that mountain. Continue moving forward up that mountain. And as we move forward up that mountain and when we get to the point of truth, when we get to that moment of truth, we withhold nothing. I think the scripture, the counsel of the scripture this morning is withhold nothing. Do not withhold your fears. Do not withhold your feelings. Do not withhold your anger. Do not withhold your angst. Pour it out. Put it all on God. Bring it all forward. Pour it all out. And as you and I withhold nothing, we begin to discover how in those moments God provides God provides what we need God provides this morning it says God provides everything we need in those moments the Lord provides and the reason we can have that faith is because the Lord also knows tests of faith God is not unfamiliar with tests of faith because the Bible tells this story like this. There was a time God created the world. And when God created the world, God created the world. God created life so that life should be beautiful. And it should be full and it should be good and it, it should be perfect. That's the way life should be. But we all know that's not the way life is. And God watched as life became broken. As people became broken. As things went bad. And <laughs> it went from bad to worse to worse. And God... Watch that unfold. As God watched that unfold, I believe that God asked the question, why? That the pain of creation became the pain of the creator. And as God moved into those moments of asking why, we know what God did. God continued forward. God and his son continued forward. And they went up the mountain, the mountain of Calvary. And the son, God's only son, the son whom we loved, he carried the wood. He carried the cross. And when they got to the moment, the moment of truth, we all know what happened. God did not withhold anything. God did not withhold anything in that moment of truth. And when God did not withhold anything in that moment of truth, God provided everything that we need. God provided a lamb. God provided a savior. God provided a way forward for you and for me. So that when we find ourselves in that whole situation of the test of faith and of asking why, we can also ask the question, Father, 
Where is the Lamb? When we find ourselves pushed to our limits, we say, Father, where is the Lamb? And in asking that question, we can be open to the ways that in our limits, God begins to provide and bring forward a limitless love. Father, where is the Lamb? When we feel like we're going forward all alone in the midst of the struggles that we have, Father, where is the Lamb? And we remember that Abraham walked this road and Jesus walked this road. And there's all folks all around us that are walking this same road road. And what happens is that in that spirit of God, God lets us see that we do not walk along, that others walk with us. And we're here not only to walk that walk, but to walk it together in ways that we can support each other. Father, where is the lamb? And we find that we need to link our lives to someone who is greater than us. Father, where is the lamb? And what we begin to find is that the lamb is the shepherd, the good shepherd who leads us beside the still waters to restore our souls. Father, where is the lamb? And we ask that question knowing and believing the Lord provides. On that mount of Calvary, on that cross, where God did not withhold anything, where God gave everything, the Lord provides. Our last hymn goes like this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. And in the second verse, it goes like this. His oath, his covenant, his blood, they support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope, my stay on Christ, the solid rock I stand. Christ, the Lamb. The Lord, the provision, the Lord, my friends, provides in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the ways that when we experience the tests of faith our lives, you are there. You are there. You know You've walked it. Jesus has walked it. He walks it with us. We walk it with him. And walking together, we find how you provide. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.